0: And I know I'm talking for the extremes here, but I mean, it's still the same thing, whether you're just trying to lose weight or gain weight or reach your fitness goals, stop comparing yourself and you cannot compare your journey to someone else's because everyone's transformation and journey to get to their end point is totally different.
1: Are you ready to know what nutrition and mindset path to take as you're going down your transformation journey? Well, today is your lucky day. Today, we have an amazing guest speaker on the show. Her name is Janice Mills. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and this is the Train Hard, Live Strong podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard, Lifestyle podcast. You know who it is, your host, Coach Matt. And today we have someone very cool here as a guest speaker on the podcast, and I'm super excited to bring her on. Her name is Janice Mills. Uh, She's living over there right now in Phoenix, and she has competed in about six bikini competitions and she's got you know she's not stopping now she's a mother of one daughter and she's currently active duty in the air force so as you can tell she's got a bunch of stuff going on but she still stays on track she still crushes her goals and and you know obviously lives life to the fullest and and is here to bring you as much value as she possibly can so everyone round of applause for miss janice mills what's up girl
0: hey thank you for having me
1: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so b- before we begin everything you know we, we start talking about what we're going to talk about you can you know go ahead and introduce yourself to you know a lot of listeners don't know who you are and obviously some of them are already like your biggest fans and stuff so you know real quick just go ahead and introduce yourself talk about yourself a little bit um so my
0: name's is Janice Mills I am active duty air force I've been in for eight years now um, I'm an aircraft mechanic so that's been interesting not really what I saw myself doing but um mm-hmm. You know, it's good. I'm (laughs) married. I have a wonderful husband and we have our daughter. Um, I've been competing since 20 beginning of 2017. Um, And that's kind of when my whole health and nutrition and all that interest kind of kicked in. So I hope I have some knowledge to hand you guys today.
1: Oh, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so what, so your MOS is what?
0: I'm an aircraft mechanic. So technically, it's called low observable um, aircraft structural maintenance. Uh So I'm specific to stealth aircraft. Okay, so there's only a handful of platforms and a few places that I can go. So it's being mill to mill. It's been really hard to find a place where we can be stationed together. But we finally got that. So that's been nice.
1: Nice. That's good. That's good. I talked to him the other day, but he's a recruiter now, right?
0: He is. He's a a recruiter in the army. And he's killing it. Yeah, dude.
1: He's funny. He's, he's funny. He's
0: so great at talking to people. So this is like the perfect gig for him.
1: Awesome. Perfect. And then, so when okay, so whenever I was in right, I, I was a paratrooper, and so was he, and we were all in Alaska, I think, at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. He used to be stationed up there a long time ago.
1: Yeah. did Did uh Did you do anything with like, with, what like the missions that we had for jumping out of the planes and stuff?
0: Um. No, because you guys mostly worked with the heavies, and I was over on the fighter side.
1: Oh. Okay. Dang. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because I remember seeing I remember seeing him at the gym all the time, and I remember seeing you like here and there. But um, and then at work too, I, w- I would see him, you know, here and there too, like whenever yeah, we had. It's like, funny,
0: it's a small world. It's, it's small. You I never know. Realized it, but
1: yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but that's awesome. That's awesome. And so right now, you're still doing your MOS over there in Phoenix.
0: Yes. So I have about two years left in my contract, um, and then it's kind of hard because I'm at that like point. Do I stay in? Because I'll hit ten years. Right. Or do I get out? So I'm actually yeah. about to start my bachelor's in electronic engineering. So uh-huh. um, I think I'm just going to get out and explore the civilian side because maybe I'll just go guard or something. I don't really know yet, but okay. I'll figure that out in the next Dude, few years.
1: So many options. You got so many options, but yeah. that's good though. So you also got certified, right? In bodybuilding and nutrition, I believe.
0: Um, I did. I'm still finishing one of my tests, but okay. my CPT, um, uh-huh. bodybuilding specialist and nutritional specialist
1: nice So
0: that was all really fun i learned so much while i did all that i actually knew quite a bit which surprised me i always Uh think i don't know as much as i know but Uh (laughs) um it was just it was really cool to dive into that and i'm like a nutrition nerd so i love learning everything i can about it
1: that's awesome Um,
0: yeah right now it's like i'm trying to learn about hormones and thyroids and stuff like that just because like my own family's needs Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. but
0: it's really fun to just i always just like to educate myself in all of it
1: yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Like, it's so cool because as competitors or athletes or coaches, you know, like myself, like education, like always learning something new is absolutely incredible, you know, cause like you constantly are doing what you do, but then you learn something new and it's like, you think, you know, everything, but then it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know anything about that.
0: Yeah. And it, it's like, if you're, if you're not constantly learning, you're failing at
1: really uh-huh. in this
0: world because it's, it's always changing so much and there's always so much to learn. If You think, you know, everything, I promise you don't.
1: Absolutely. Especially, especially in our, in our industry, like fitness and health, like it's continuing to evolve and so much new stuff's coming out. So it's, it's, there's always room for more knowledge and growth, obviously. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So awesome. So, you know, basically what we're going to talk about, what Janice is going to help us out with is, you know, how to create the best mindset, and nutrition paths to follow during, you know, a transformation journey. So, you know, obviously like we just talked about, or like she mentioned, uh, she's competed in bikini competitions, you know, she's a mom as well. And she's also in the air force and your shifts are like graveyards, right?
0: My shift is always rotating. It just depends on the flying schedule here. So they'll land and then I come in a little bit later and I have to Mm -hmm. do all these inspections on aircraft Mm -hmm. and then,
1: yeah, so it's, it's never consistent. It's always changing. Wow, so a non consistent schedule on top of making sure that you hit the gym, making sure you're on nutrition, making sure you're there for your daughter and your husband and school—that's mm-hmm. a lot of juggle, right?
0: It's a lot, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you do it; you get it done.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a busy bee, so for me, I love being busy. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes it it bites me, but most of the time, it's how I thrive. So I just really love. Having a full plate and scheduling it, I do have to make a schedule. Like I I write down I prioritize what I need to do. Good. Um, just so that way I put the most important things at the top. And then if I could push something off to another day, then I'll do that.
1: Good. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And a lot of people I used to never do that until I started, you know, growing my business and becoming a coach mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Then now I prioritize what I need to do because now it's like it's urgent, you know, it's crucial.
0: Yeah. It's almost like you have to because I, I start to ping. Mm -hmm. So I'll forget something. So I Mm -hmm. have to like put make a list of some sort, whether it's in my notes in my phone or I physically write it down. I always have to have something.
1: Nice. Being organized is key. Huge. That's awesome. That's good. All right. So to go into the actual conversation now, okay, I'm going to ask you the first question, girl. You ready? Okay. Yes. All right, let's hit it. So throughout your transformation, throughout your because you were very like very very thin like no really no muscle nothing like that right
0: yes i've always been i'm an ectomorph so uh-huh. i i struggle so hard to gain any weight at all right um and i've just always naturally been a stick pretty right much so, so to give people a reference i'm i'm 5 8 uh-huh. but before i started working out i was only 115 pounds
1: oh my that's light So i
0: was tiny yeah uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. so how much do you weigh now
0: now I'm just shy of 140. Um, I'm pretty deep in my improvement phase nice. right now. Um, I'll start prepping a few months, but I'm, this is a, probably the, this is the most I've ever weighed while still looking the way that I do.
1: Nice. Yeah. Cause I've seen you over the years and you've put on a good amount of muscle every single time. It's constant, constant improvements. It's taken a long time, but it's a process. It is. It is. And for everyone who thinks this stuff happens overnight, it doesn't. You know, it takes time, dedication. I mean,
0: those those Cinderella stories exist, like, in the competition world. Mm-hmm. But there's so few and far between, and they're so rare. And that's something that I think a lot of girls forget to not beat themselves up about mm-hmm. um, because
1: that's not common. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. And, and you're going to talk more in depth right now with what I'm about to ask you, okay? So yes. what were your biggest mental roadblocks or obstacles that you struggled with and how did you overcome them?
0: So I think one of the biggest mental roadblocks I have personally is I never believe that I'm good enough to be where I am. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Wow. That's deep. That's good.
0: It's just, I'm just so hard on myself and I expect so much out of myself. So when I don't, when I feel like I fall short or life starts getting kind of crazy Especially during prep, it really messes with me mentally, mm-hmm. um, and I just kind of have to sit back. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll talk with my husband or my coach, and they're so supportive. Um, I I think my husband pre- like pep talks me so much while I'm in prep,
1: uh-huh. um,
0: and that really helps me a ton because I I just feel like I'm failing and I'm falling short. And I know that I have. I'm not like Instagram famous or anything by any means, but mm-hmm. I still have girls that. I've never met them in person, but they'll talk to me and reach out to me, and that it reminds me like I still have people who support me that don't even know me, um, and that is something that helps me a ton. So even if it's just like one or two people, their support means so much to me. Um, and the comparison game. So when I'm in prep, I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram, just because you'll you know you find yourself you'll do the scroll till you're sad. Right. And no one looks like what they look like on Instagram. I've been to enough national shows to know. I've seen those girls that have a hundred thousand followers, and that you see their you see their pictures on Instagram, and they don't look anything like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even recognize them. Like they don't look anything like that because you know right. angles, lighting, filters, all those things. And then you see them on stage, and they look totally different. And stage photos make people look leaner and harder than they actually are Mm -hmm. they don't look like that in person on stage in front of judges right so that's i i tend to sometimes i even delete the app off of my phone because that in prep is so detrimental because your mindset especially in prep will carry you through to your show and if your mindset isn't there you're not going to have a successful prep and I know I'm talking for the extremes here, but I mean, it's still the same thing, whether you're just trying to lose weight or gain weight or reach your fitness goals, stop comparing yourself and you cannot compare your journey to someone else's because everyone's transformation and journey to get to their end point is totally different.
1: Absolutely. That was like, that was dead on. Cause that's exactly how I feel a lot with, you know, with my clients as well, cause they and I used to do this a lot too, growing up as well, you know, but the, that comparison game is, is is like, that will ruin you, like ruin you. It, it destroys your mind.
0: It's because you're like, oh, I want to look like her. And I'm guilty of it too. Like when mm-hmm. I first started, I was like, oh, I want to look like her. Oh, I mm-hmm. want to look like her. Mm-hmm. But the problem is my genetics aren't their genetics. Yes. I'm not going to look like them. I'm going to look like me. Yes. And it's taken a long time for me to accept that I don't have oh my glutes don't look like hers or my delts aren't as pronounced as hers or like I don't have naturally an insane v-taper like that's okay we all look different mm-hmm. and just because they look great like that doesn't mean you won't look great with how your end transformation turns out to be
1: absolutely that's what it's all about the angle. but I do like what you said whenever you said that you know this is kind of extreme like about you taking off the app and stuff like that like if you truly, that just shows your dedication level if you are someone right now that's listening and you are this person and this is this is the best time to be honest with yourself if you are that person that goes through these social media platforms and you are looking at these photos of other people and and you feel that emotion that that emotion of wow i wish i was like that if you feel that then sometimes you might have to take the extreme measurement. Sometimes you might have to do something that you don't want to do, but could be necessary in order for you to accomplish your goals. And that is what Janice recognized and what she, you know, what she took action on.
0: Yes. Cause if you, if you get on there and you are scrolling and you're looking, or you find yourself searching hashtags, like my first national show, I found myself, I would search the hashtag for the show and mm. I would compare myself to every single girl during their prep, going into Mm -hmm. that show. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the worst things you can do for yourself.
1: Right. It is. Yeah. You you should
0: not be, because everyone's prep is different too. So Mm -hmm. like for me, I know how I lean out now. And it takes me a long time for my posterior chain to lean out. And that's probably the last thing for me that comes in. And, you know, there's girls that start their prep and they have like insane glute ham tie ins. And I'm like, well, why don't I have that?
1: Mm hmm. That, that, I like how you said that too. You, you know that specific thing about your body, right? So you are understanding yes. your body. You're aware of this. And that's what I feel like a lot of people need to understand is that they need to be more aware of their body and stop comparing and being aware of others.
0: Yes, I, I think that too. It's, it's hard when, and I think it's hard for people to be honest with themselves and mm-hmm. they don't want to recognize their own faults or learn how to work around them. Right. Um, Because that's the one thing that prepping and doing all these shows, I'm super hyper aware of myself and how my body changes, how different foods affect me, like all of those things, just because it's important for me to know, especially while I'm going through a contest prep.
1: Right. Absolutely. And that's, that's awesome. That's the beautiful thing I love about fitness too, or, you know, nutrition is, is you get to see what these things do to your body and, and how you react to it. Some people grow muscle faster. Some people grow muscle slow. Some people, you know, mm-hmm. are intolerant or have high tolerance for carbohydrates. Like everyone's different. So it's so cool when you get to learn about your body because it's you, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. Everybody is completely different.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: like that's a perfect example. Like I know girls that go into shows eating like 300 grams of carbs, like up into their show. And I, mm-hmm. I can't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. I just don't work that way. Right. Uh,
0: but you know, that's, that's like what you see on social media is like, Oh, I'm doing milk cardio. I'm eating an insane amount of carbs every day. And I look like this. And then you mm-hmm. have girls that beat themselves up because they can't do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But our bodies are different. Our metabolisms work differently. Everything's different. So
1: yes, absolutely. it's, it's ever changing. It is. And, and you'll always go in that continuous circle of, of like doubting yourself, like constantly, 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 if you keep going through this realm of, you know, comparison and, and and that's that you should compare. Want to know what you should compare against? You should compare against that photo you took eight weeks ago. That's what you should compare. Yes.
0: That is, that's the biggest thing I recommend to anyone who's trying to lose weight and track their progress because a, you should not follow the scale. The mm-hmm. scale does not mean yes. anything. So when I use weight as a gauge, that is it. It's a mm-hmm. gauge. Mm-hmm. But I can weigh exactly the same and look completely different. I think I put a, I put a side by side on Instagram. I was two pounds difference, mm-hmm. but my whole entire body composition is entirely different.
1: Right. So Crazy. I was stick
0: thin. I was stick thin in one uh-huh. and. I have all this shape in the other and there's a two pound difference. Like the scale doesn't mean anything. Follow, take, like even when you don't want to look at yourself, you still need to take your progress photo because Mm -hmm. in three weeks, in a month, when you think you're not making progress, you need to take another progress photo and put it next to your old one. Because I promise you there is difference.
1: Jeez. That is, that is absolutely like right on Exactly what everyone should be like focusing on it, it, all right i don 't know if everyone just heard what she just said, but she saw a dramatic difference between two different photos, and there was only a two pound difference that is crazy
0: it 's crazy how our bodies work like that
1: yes, yes, so for everyone who is like so focused on this scale like if if you are not happy if you 're not happy with how you 're looking or how, what your transformation is going into. And you're focusing on one gauge of progress. Like I challenge you to do other gauges of progress. Try taking the photos, try doing girth measurements, try doing these things. And and you'll see maybe that's sometimes just a mindset shift is what's going to help you achieve what you want to achieve.
0: Yes. And then I think the last thing is my mindset totally shifted when I stopped hating my body for what it hadn't done. And when I started appreciating it for what it had done.
1: Oh my God, that was good. Yes.
0: So like, sure, I started stick thin, but you know, my body's carried my daughter inside of me. I birthed her. I've been able to create this transformation with my own hard work and my fueling my body the way it needs to be fueled and working and never stopping. But you need to understand that your body is an insanely well calibrated machine. And when you give it the tools and the right things, you're gonna be blown away with how efficiently and how like how you just transform.
1: Dang, that was heavy. That was heavy. If if you are if if right now you're like shaking your head, listen to this, this episode of what she just said, like rewind. All right, rewind, listen to what she just said it again. If you need to rewind it again, do it again. But that was incredible, what Janice just said about just loving, basically loving what your body is capable of doing.
0: It's just, even if it's just a small thing, like I used to struggle squatting. I could not squat. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. just celebrating your body being able to squat. And especially now, I've dealt with a ton of injuries. Like I have, I've been an aircraft mechanic and I've worked over my head on jets mm-hmm. for eight years. I have lower back problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to work around them. And mm-hmm. instead of wallowing in like, oh, I can't do these movements anymore and I used to love them, you have to learn how to work around it. So I still celebrate that my body's able and healthy enough to work around those obstacles and I can still succeed even though I can't do those things.
1: That's That's good. That is a lot of people you know, especially people who have been injured or people who have a lifestyle that's chaotic or whatnot, and they want to blame these things and blame this and that, and they're focusing on pure negativity. And it it's good to shift to that positive type of mental thought, like everything you just mentioned, like, I can't even say anything more. That was everything you just said was right on dead on. Like that was it. Okay. And that was absolutely incredible. That's beautiful. The way you said everything like that, you know, especially about you giving birth to your daughter, like that was great. That was good. And, um, and, and to basically to all, all the moms out there too, you know, like that's, I, I've always been amazed of, of all like, of just moms in general and what, what you have to do, you know? And, and I've seen a lot, of, I've trained a lot of women who have had kids and they want to get back to the, to where they were. And that mental, emotional process is, is difficult, especially. It's so them.
0: hard. And moms are, moms are already so hard on themselves for everything right. because you never think you're good enough as a mom. You never think you're doing anything right. There's no handbook for any of it. So, and then it's like, oh, you're you're taking time away from your kid to go to the gym and work out, but you can't pour from an empty cup. So you still, you need to take care of yourself to be able to take care of your children.
1: Wow. All right. That's, that's it right there. That was good. All right. We're going to end it right there because okay. that was solid. That was solid. All right. So everyone, all right mental mindset is like the foundation of exactly where you need to go, especially with your transformation journey. Okay. Everything Janice just said was spot on and touched me, man. Dang, that was good. That was good. <laughs> so Janice, for the second question, right? To achieve what you've achieved. Okay. Cause obviously, like you said, you went to from like 115 to 140, right? Like putting mm-hmm. on weight and muscle and muscle. So to achieve, optimal muscle growth, especially for a female, uh, what were some like mandatory nutritional principles that you had to follow? And like, what were some nutritional perspectives you had to overcome?
0: So the thing, biggest thing I had to overcome was, um, and I think this is a huge thing for most women, that they're scared to eat to reach their goals in fear of gaining excess amount of fat. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I've talked to a lot of women and they, are, they tell me, oh, well, I'm eating low-carb, low-fat. Well, why are, you, why are you eating that? Why are you eating low-carb, low-fat? Right. Your body needs those healthy fats for your hormones to work correctly. Yes. Without your hormones working correctly, you will, you will not achieve your optimal transformation goals. If you're trying to lose weight, you're just going to cause problems with yourself in the end. So learning that food is, food is fuel and, and medicine um, you can change your entire, how you feel by what you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've experienced with this with myself just even recently. Um, and women, you need to eat to grow. You need to eat. Like I'm at the point, granted, my metabolism has been, I'm at the point where I can eat a lot and I mm-hmm. still don't change very much. But that's been a process of dieting down and reverse dieting out. Right. And a lot of people don't understand how a reverse diet works, but you need to eat food to grow. And it's, I'm at the point where it's, I'm eating to discomfort because I have to. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm gaining fat, but I'm really not.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So that's, and that's like, I could, I'm sorry, I could talk about this for so long. This no, good. Like, mostly, it's- mostly on the, the um, women's side, because I try to educate a lot of women on how to eat um, because you know, I'll have someone come up to me and like, Oh, I'm eating, I'm eating 1300 calories. I'm not losing any weight. Um, I don't understand why. Can you help me? Right. Okay. And then I'm going to return that question with probably four to five more questions. How long have you been in this calorie deficit? Where did you get these macro numbers? What's your macro breakdown? What does your exercise look like? Um, And if they're like, I've had women tell me, Oh, I've been in this calorie deficit for six months. Okay. Now you're metabolically adapted. Your body's Mm -hmm. not going to respond at this point. And then they immediately, Oh, well cut my calories down lower. No, because that's your new maintenance. So you need to reverse diet out of that. So that way your body can learn to handle extra calories and more carbs and more fats. So you can feel healthier because when you get down that low, that's, you're not going to feel great. You're going to be sluggish. You're going to feel like crap all the time. You're going to be tired. Mm-hmm. That's the lowest point I get to before I even get on stage. I don't go below that. So that's these good. girls, that think eating a thousand calories a day is going to get them to where they need to be. No, you need, you need to eat food and you need to be in the surplus. And for everyone that's different, whether you, cause some people are tiny and some people are a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, And doing insane amounts of cardio, thinking that you'll lean out and see what you want to see, you need to have the foundation of muscle there before you lose that weight, because you won't look how you want to look when you do lose that weight.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. Absolutely. Like that cardio part is I always tell people, okay, why are you doing cardio? Like cardio is cardio. Okay. It's short for cardiovascular training where in that, where does it say fat loss training? Like it doesn't know, yes. there's no fat loss training in cardiovascular training. You're training the, you know, how your heart, you know, utilizes oxygen and pushes around blood throughout your system for you to be able to, con, for endurance yes. training, you know? So it's like, that's, that is what cardio is for. All right. Cardio has a place in in your journey. Okay. Whenever you want to burn extra calories or if you want to, you know, do some hit like that is a good place for you to do that. But if you are solely spending hours on a cardio machine and you are wanting to look tone, you want it to look fit, you want to have a nice core, good glutes, nice legs. You're not going to get that by running an hour on the treadmill.
0: Yeah. If you are a slave to the treadmill, that's, that's not the answer. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to do an hour or two of cardio every single day. Because that's not comfortable. That's not fun. No one wants to do that. Right. Um, I know not everyone enjoys trying to lose weight or gain weight or all these things Mm -hmm. at first. But you should end up enjoying the process of it. Mm -hmm. And that is not going to help you. If if you dread going every single day, it's going to be hard to keep going. Because, I mean, motivation is fleeting. That's not something that anyone that competes or does these things relies on. It's discipline right. that gets you there and takes you there. Yes. Um, yes. And then it's the discipline that reminds you, I have to eat this food. Because there's sometimes I've been so tired. I'm like, I don't want to eat again. I just want to mm-hmm. go to bed. Mm-hmm. Even, even in the midst of prep where my calories are low, like, I would rather go to bed. But I mm-hmm. know that I need to eat. Mm-hmm. So I have to do that again before.
1: Right. Right. And it's, it's just like life, you know, like I don't want to do my taxes, but I got to do my taxes. Like I don't, I I don't want to go to work on Monday, but I got to make sure that my family has a roof over their head. Like there are so much stuff that we do that we don't want to do. But for some reason, whenever it comes down to transforming your body and life and health, you don't want to do the things you don't want to do. And that's, that's the shift you need to make
0: people. I think for some reason I've seen it more recently because I had a friend that just was working at a gym Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like it's harder for people to invest in their own health than anything else in life because it's, I think most people feel selfish if they're investing in themselves, but you, especially as parents and having families, you should invest in your health and you should Mm -hmm. be making yourself as healthy as possible. So you can be around for your family as long as you can.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And So would you say nutrition plays a huge role in your transformation?
0: Absolutely. I used to be scared to eat. Um, I would do hours of cardio and Mm -hmm. now I do hardly any cardio Mm -hmm. and I eat a lot, Mm -hmm. like a a lot. It's a lot. It's uncomfortable most days. By the time I'm done eating all my macros, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable and I just need to lay down.
1: (laughs) Uncomfortable. (laughs) That's a good, that's a good way to put it. You are uncomfortable. Okay, yes. de- describe that just a little bit more, just a little bit more.
0: So I'm not eating to the point where I feel like just sick,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: it's like that last meal of the day that I normally eat, I'm mm-hmm. not hungry. I have no hunger cues telling me to go mm-hmm. eat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just eating it because I know that I need to hit that macro count. Yes. And it's not enough food to make me feel sick, mm-hmm. but I I wasn't hungry. So, you know, you're uncomfortable because you ate when you weren't hungry.
1: Right. Right, you're fulfilling and, your goals.
0: Yes, I don't want anyone to hear that and think, "Oh, well, I can I can just eat to the point of discomfort."
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: you're in a low, if you're at a low calorie point right now with your nutrition, you need to slowly work your way back up to that. If you mm-hmm. shock your body with that many more calories, you're going to gain excess fat where you don't want to, because your body doesn't know how to handle
1: it. Yes, absolutely, and that's a lot of people do. A lot of a lot of people do exactly that, just because they they don't know, and it's, it's sometimes it's not their fault. Yes. They just don't understand.
0: Yeah, there I mean there's so much information out there if you google there's so many conflicting things all your mm. fad diets come up. Yes. No one it's it's track your calories, it's not teaching anyone how to track macros. Yes. And the importance of a macro breakdown and having a balanced calorie macro breakdown. It's not there's nothing that teaches anyone about that and it mm. frustrates me so much I, I wish that was something that they taught people in schools instead of just like oh this is the food pyramid
1: mm-hmm.
0: slowly increase your calories like your carbs 50 to 100 grams in a week and mm-hmm. see how your weight responds. if your weight holds still add some more carbs the next week and right. slowly increase your fat as well but i don't will slowly increase by like five grams a week i'm not gonna like here have 20 more grams of fat and see how your body responds to that it's slowly really increasing and using your weight as a gauge to see how your body handles it. And if you do fluctuate a little bit and wait that one week, don't add any more and just continue to eat like that. And then see the next week, Oh, your weight, your weight will probably have gone back down to where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's a gauge. Don't, I would never, I never tell anyone to use their weight other than a gauge.
1: That's good. And that's, that's exactly what it should be used. That's exactly what she used. And and that sets a good platform for what I'm about to ask you next, okay? So for the progress that you achieved, okay, with all your hard work and everything you've done, were there times where you still, like, weren't satisfied? Like, were you, like, why were you satisfied or why were you not satisfied?
0: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I'm still not satisfied before okay. I am.
1: Honestly, um, good.
0: But- just because I I want so much more growth and Mm -hmm. to go so much farther with competing. I I'm still trying to chase my pro card Mm -hmm. and see when that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, But there has been times where I've been extremely dissatisfied, but I knew I was using the incorrect dieting protocols for me. Right. Right. Um, So I was really dissatisfied with how I came into that show. Um, And there's been times where I've come into a show and I'm just like blown away with, I'm like, wow, I've never been this lean and this full and I've never looked like this. This is crazy. It's just how different people, how different coaches manipulate your food into that. And it it goes along with your mindset too. So there was one year where I came into a show. I came in, I had to nationally qualify before I could compete at the national level. So I did um, a small show in Alaska and I ended up winning the overall at that show. And I looked I was really happy with how I looked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I came in very well. My coach had peaked me well for that show. Mm-hmm. But I had already been dieting for, I think, six months. And then I had switched the national show that I was going to do. Um, I pushed it back another month. So I had to diet another month. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was just too long. By the time I'd gone into that show, I was I was way too lean. I had started losing muscle um, I, I had a lot of muscle waste away and I just was really flat and I looked stringy. It just wasn't how you're supposed to look when you get up there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then when I came into my last national show with my new coach, he piqued me completely differently. And I was so happy with how I came into that. And you, you could actually see, I felt good. I believed in myself. My mental was there. Um, everything, everything was just there. So it's, it's hard. I'm never fully satisfied, I guess, right. is the answer to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. always, I always know that I can achieve more. I can do better.
1: Good. Good. But you, would you say that you're kind of happy with the progress that you've been achieving over time?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, learning everything that I've learned as I've gone, you know, I'm coming up, this is my fourth year doing mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't even believe that I've gained this much weight, to be honest. It's just, it's a huge learning curve. And I think the more you dedicate yourself to learning all of these things and actually applying them and understanding yourself and your body and how everything works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm very satisfied with everything that I've learned because now I was not this connected to how my body processed food, what my food triggers were, what I couldn't, could and could not eat. So with everything that I've learned, I'm extremely satisfied with how all this started.
1: Yeah, great, great, and and I'm glad that you you kind of explained it with the, those shows that you did. So whenever you did that second show, right, where you said that you you know you lost a little bit of muscle, you were you were lean, but you're like flat, and you just weren't happy with how you looked whenever you're on stage. That how did you go through that? How did you? What did you have to tell yourself to say? Hey, you know what? It's all right. This happened. Let's move forward.
0: Um, I think I just used it as a learning experience because, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid to fail at things because you're never gonna you fail your way to success. You're never yes. gonna succeed the first time you do anything. Mm-hmm. And and I think bodybuilding and competing, yes, it's an extreme and it's not for everyone, but it teaches you Discipline, and it teaches you: failing is okay because it's not the end of the world, and you mm-hmm. could still get there regardless of how many times you fail.
1: Absolutely, I just did an episode on explaining how failing is good, and and you should do it. You know, it should happen. Like you shouldn't plan for failure, but if you fail, accept it. Like yes, I failed. Yes, what can I learn? Accept it.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: What can I learn from this? What can I take from this? Improve on and just become. A greater competitor, a greater mom, a greater wife, a greater dad, a greater business owner, a greater CEO. What can I do? What can I learn from this failure and make me better? And that's what we're all trying to do. Just be better.
0: Yes. that's. I think that's probably the most valuable thing that I've taken from competing as well as like my transformation and how I've learned how to be happy with my body through the entire process. Right. Um, it's okay. No one succeeds at their goal the very first time that they do it. Yes, I know. I know weight loss in and lifestyle coaching is um, to, it's totally different than contest prep. You're not reaching those extremes, and that's the hard thing with I think lifestyle coaching is with social media. They a lot of people want a lifestyle. Um, they want lifestyle training, but they want to look like that extreme bodybuilder. Right, and that's not that's not feasible we we need to also have realistic expectations. yes, measurable goals mm-hmm. um, as you will, as the military says right <laughs> So it's still it's like it's just a lot to and it's hard as a coach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so I haven't started coaching yet, but hopefully very soon I have some some ideas brewing, some things going but nice, good. Um, you should yeah, it's I guess I'm kind of rambling now. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. no that was good no you're good so for everything that you've gone through and and the current life situation that you're in all right how you're a, a mom how you are juggling all this stuff okay you're a wife you have to you know make sure that you're a good role model for your daughter like all this stuff and you're in the, Af- in the air force and you're active duty so like that is your career right now right and 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 you have all this stuff going on you still you know, do what you got to do to to accomplish what you want to accomplish for your shows, for your body, for your health, for your nutrition. And all these things are happening. Okay. For your last one here. Okay. What advice would you give someone right now? Who's trying to juggle life, work, family, business, whatever, but wants to begin a fitness journey, but feels like they just can't.
0: Um, I think my, biggest advice is make make it a priority obviously you have a lot of priorities in your life but you will have an extra 30 minutes to an hour to go to the gym um, set yourself up for success prep your meals in advance don't don't put yourself in a situation where you're gonna beat yourself up because you didn't prep your meal or have your food ready to go so that's the that's the biggest thing is. I prep my food twice a week, typically, in in prep. I'm a lot more lax right now because I'm in improvement phase. But Mm -hmm. Sundays and Wednesdays, I have time to prep food, and I'm going to prep food to make sure that I'm set up for success. Make a list to prioritize what you need to get done in that day. This is probably one of the biggest things that helps me. Um, I didn't start doing this until maybe a year ago, but write down everything you need to get done for that week with work, your kids, your husband, anything that you need to get done and prioritize that into different days. So make your list smaller for each day so you're not so overwhelmed because that's just going to cause you anxiety and it's going to make it harder on you and you're going to beat yourself up at the end of the day. Um, so prioritize all of your things. You do each, Take each day one at a time. and But you need to prioritize your time in the gym. So, and don't think that it's selfish. It's not selfish. You need that. If it's like, it's my me time. It's the time that I have to just unwind. I can clear everything mentally and I can, if I have any aggression or anything, you can take it out on weights, And then you go home and it's, it doesn't matter anymore. Good. So set yourself up for success. Prioritize, prioritize, prioritize.
1: Nice. I'm not even going to add to that. That was, that's exactly, that's, that's it. Prioritize. Like there's no other <laughs> there's no other way you can say it. You have to put you have to put yourself first. Because if yes. you're not in, if you're not in good health, your you know, your family, you know, hurts from it. Your business hurts from it. Your relationships, they hurt from it. Take care of yourself. Like Jenny said, prioritize you. It's important. Yes. It's important. That's good. All right, girls. That was awesome. You are absolutely incredible. And I, I'm sure as so many So many people have gotten value and education from everything you've just said with your experience, your education, and your current lifestyle and everything. So before we head out, where can these amazing listeners find you?
0: Um, I am on Instagram. Um, I am ja.millslips. So there will probably be a business page coming soon, but that's still getting worked out.
1: All right. Awesome. That's good. That's good. All right, everyone. So go ahead, show some Jenny, some love, go, you know, send her a message on, on this podcast. If you know, if on, on this episode, if you find any value from it, you know, you go ahead and thank her if you need to. Um, if you right now are listening to this and you have been emotionally connected and you've been really listening to this podcast episode and you feel like this episode can help other people, share it out, share it to their Instagram story, you know, put it on your Snapchat, send it via text message help someone just by sharing this episode out and and the more people we can get to listen and see this episodes and this content the more lives all of us can help change together so before we head out is there anything else you want to say Janice you good you want to say
0: um I think yeah just share the episode if you got any value from it the more the more people that listen and can get anything from it the better
1: good yes that's all we're trying to do is make the world a better place to live in especially when it comes down to our health so As usual, y'all, this is your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Janice Mills. Train hard. Live strong. All right, y'all. Peace.